So I made you a free guided meditation, which is all about gratitude. Now, I know people talk about gratitude all the time, but there is a good reason why we really want to cultivate feelings of gratitude every single day. There is so much scientific evidence to show the relationship between gratitude and well-being, and multiple studies suggest that people who feel more grateful are far more likely to have high levels of happiness, as well as significantly lower levels of depression and stress. And one thing that I have found about gratitude is that the more you tap into it, the more you find things to be grateful for every day, the more things start to come into your life that make you feel grateful. Now, this freebie is a meditation, as I say, and I'm sure you've also heard about the huge benefits of having a regular meditation practice. So this is a double whammy of a meditation and a way to cultivate feelings of gratitude every day. It's only about 15 minutes, and I guarantee you that if you do this meditation, every single day consistently, over time, you are going to feel better. You're going to feel calmer. You're going to feel happier. You're going to feel more connected, more present, and more able to respond to things rather than just react. So to get my free meditation, all you've got to do is go to lucymegason.com forward slash meditation. Once again, that's lucymegason, M-E-G-G-E-S-O-N, lucymegason.com forward slash meditation. Okay, let's get on with the episode. Hey there, and welcome to my Saturday mini-sode. I know that weekends can often be quite difficult when you're single and you don't have kids. So I wanted to do a very short episode every Saturday morning, just so that you can listen to someone first thing on a Saturday who totally gets it, who totally has your back, and who knows that weekends can still be awesome, even more so, when you're on your own. I'm gonna be talking about all sorts of things from my general wonderings to my words of wisdom about life. Take the word wisdom with a huge pinch of salt to stuff that I'm currently obsessed with, whether that be books or music or podcasts. Whatever it is, I really hope that you guys will enjoy it. So, without further ado, Here we go. Hey, and welcome back to my Saturday mini-sode. Now, this very Saturday, the 5th of November, 2022, I won't actually be at home uh, because I'll be in California, or more specifically, LA, and even more specifically, Laurel Canyon. I know, I can hardly believe it myself. Now, even if you don't know much about it, I'm sure you will have heard of Laurel Canyon and have some idea that it's famous for the music that came out of it in the mid-60s to the mid-70s. And because I'm staying in Laurel Canyon, I thought it was the perfect excuse to do a mini-sode all about the music that came out of Laurel Canyon, because that's why I decided to stay in this part of L.A., And although I've been to LA before, I've never actually explored Laurel Canyon, but I've always, always wanted to because the list of musicians that are associated with this place are some of my very, very favourite artists of all time. 
And ever since I sort of learned about the music that came out of Laurel Canyon, I've had a complete fascination with it because it's like a roll call of my favourite artists and so many of the musicians I love spent time here or lived here. The likes of Glenn Fry of the Eagles, James Taylor, Joni Mitchell, Crosby, Stills and Nash, Jackson Brown, Carole King, Neil Young, J.D. Souther, to name just a few. And there are so many great stories about the place. And so for me, it's always been somewhere that I've been absolutely intrigued by and completely sort of captivated by. And I do seem to be motivated when I go away somewhere that has some kind of pull in terms of music. I've done other road trips to Nashville, for example, and Graceland, and you'll probably know about my trip to New England that encompassed Stockbridge near where James Taylor lives. So yeah, I find that I'm really pulled by my love of music when it comes to travel. At least that's one of the pulls when I'm planning a trip, especially a solo one. But actually, I'm in LA for a retreat. Uh, But anyway, I'm going to start by reading a little section from an article about Laurel Canyon, because it can tell you much better than I can what was going on at that time. This is from an article in Vanity Fair, which starts by saying that some people say that the Laurel Canyon music scene began when Frank Zappa moved to the corner of Lookout Mountain and Laurel Canyon Boulevard. But the bit of the article I want to read out says the following... What is undeniably true is that from the mid-1960s to the early 1970s, some of the most melodic, atmospheric and subtly political American popular music was written by residents of, or those associated with, Laurel Canyon. They made music together, played songs for one another with acoustic guitars in all-night jam sessions in each other's houses. Many of those houses were cottages with stained glass windows and fireplaces that warmed the living rooms in the chilly LA nights. They took drugs together, formed bands together, broke up those bands and formed other bands. Many of them slept with each other. The music was mislabeled soft rock or folk rock, especially in the Northeast, where critics panned it as granola-infused hippie music, too mellow and too white. But in truth, it was an amalgam of influences that included blues, rock and roll, jazz, Latin, country and western, psychedelia, bluegrass and folk. It certainly was a forerunner of today's Americana. So that excerpt gives you a bit of an idea. And I've always thought of that kind of music from some of the artists that I mentioned earlier. I've always thought of it as Southern rock. I'm not sure I got that term from, but when I think of the vibe of the music that came out of Laurel Canyon in those years, I think of Southern rock, which I love. So when this episode goes out, I'll be staying in a little Airbnb, a little wooden bungalow right in the thick of Laurel Canyon. And in this episode, I thought I would combine a little bit of information about some of the musicians who lived in Laurel Canyon at the time and weave in a bit of a playlist because let's face it, this is begging for a playlist. And as usual, you'll find the link to the Spotify playlist in the show notes of this episode. My apologies to those of you who already know all about Laurel Canyon and you already know all about the music history. You'll probably find this quite boring. But for those of you who don't, here goes. So Laurel Canyon really is one of the most sacred places when it comes to music. And in terms of the location, it sits north of the Sunset Strip in LA and it's a mountainous neighbourhood up in the Hollywood Hills. 
Now, the musical period that I'm talking about, as I just read in that bit from the article, was around about 1965 to 1975. And from what I can gather, Joni Mitchell seems to be sort of the central, well, if not the central character, certainly one of the central characters in the whole Laurel Canyon music scene. Um, I'm definitely going to go and check out the house where she used to live, which I believe is at 8217 Lookout Mountain Avenue, which is very close to where I'm staying. And in that very house, apparently, Joni wrote a lot of her Ladies of the Canyon album, which has songs like Big Yellow Taxi and Woodstock on it. And also in that house, Graham Nash wrote the song Our House, as in is a very, very, very fine house with two cats in the yard. Life used to be so hard. I'm going to stop now. Um, But isn't that amazing? Uh, And that song, as you'll probably know, is an absolute classic from the Crosby, Stills & Nash album, Deja Vu. Joni Mitchell and Graham Nash were in a relationship at the time and they were living in the cottage together. So the first two songs on my playlist are Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell because I just love that that song and it's from her Ladies of the Canyon album. And number two, Our House by Crosby, Stills and Nash. Now, another musician who dated Joni Mitchell when they were both living in Laurel Canyon was my hero, James Taylor, who had also moved there. And in 1970, around the same time he was dating Joni, he released his album Sweet Baby James. So, song number three is going to be a song from that album. And I have to say, this was a painfully difficult decision because it really is one of my favourite albums of all time, let alone a favourite James Taylor album. But rather than choosing the title track, Sweet Baby James, or Fire and Rain, because everybody knows Fire and Rain, I'm going to pick a song that I really love so, so much. But he never plays it at his gigs, certainly not the gigs I've been to. And I've been to a lot of James Taylor gigs. But my pick from his Sweet Baby James album is a song called Blossom. It's one of the first of his songs that I just fell in love with. So if you don't know it, I hope you like it. Now, it makes sense to move from James Taylor to Carole King, not least because they collaborated together many times, only musically. Um, Carole King was another artist living in Laurel Canyon during that period. She had released her first album, Writer, with the help of her good friends, Joni Mitchell and James Taylor. And then in 1971, she released Tapestry, which is obviously one of the biggest albums of all time. Plus, the cover of Tapestry, which, if you can picture it, is Carole King sitting in the window of a house with a cat. I happen to have a T-shirt with that album cover on it because I love Tapestry. But that photo for that album cover was taken in her Laurel Canyon house. And so song number four is going to have to be a song from Tapestry. And I'm choosing this one not because it's my favourite, because actually it's probably one of my least favourites, weirdly. But she wrote it and it was also made famous by James Taylor's version of the same song. And actually, I'm not mad about his version of it either. But that song was, of course, You've Got a Friend. Now, another very important band that came out of the Laurel Canyon scene was the Eagles, who happened to be one of my favourite bands ever. Glenn Fry, who we very sadly lost back in 2016, once said... 
My very first day in California, I drove up La Cienega to Sunset Boulevard, turned right, drove to Laurel Canyon, and the first person I saw standing on the porch at the Canyon store was David Crosby. And the second day I was in California, I met J.D. Souther. Now, you may or may not know this, but J.D. Souther wrote several of the Eagles' biggest songs like New Kid in Town, Best of My Love, Heartache Tonight, and others. So song number five on this playlist is going to be J.D. Souther's version of one of my very favorite Eagles songs, New Kid in Town. And I'm obviously going to add an Eagles song to this playlist as well. And the one I'm going to choose is Take It Easy, because not only do I love it, and it's just a classic Eagles song, it was actually written by Glenn Fry and Jackson Brown, who I bloody love. And Jackson Brown and Glenn Fry were neighbours in Laurel Canyon. I know, are you keeping up? So Take It Easy is song number six. And number seven is going to be a Jackson Brown song. If you don't know Jackson Brown, he is freaking amazing. A lot of his songs are very political, but I just love his voice and his melodies. I think he is amazing. I've seen him a couple of times in London, most recently at the Albert Hall in, I think it was around 2017. And the song that I'm going to pick is Rock Me on the Water, which is from his 1972 album, Jackson Brown, which was around the time he was living in Laurel Canyon. Now, I mentioned J.D. Souther earlier, and he dated Linda Ronstadt. And the two of them lived together in Laurel Canyon, and he co-produced her fourth album, Don't Cry Now. And I'm choosing the title track from that album as number eight on this playlist. And funnily enough, you may or may not know that the Eagles used to be Linda Ronstadt's band, but they then left her to form the Eagles. Isn't that cool? So moving on now to another band, The Birds, a band that David Crosby was in, but was then kicked out of. But he subsequently got together with Stephen Stills and Graham Nash. Um, and funnily enough, Stephen Stills also lost his spot in a band, The Monkees, um, because he was replaced by Peter Talk. But yeah, The Birds at that point consisted of David Crosby, Roger McGuinn, Graham Parsons and Chris Hillman. And the song that I'm choosing as number nine on this playlist is Turn, Turn, Turn. Because not only is it a freaking awesome song, it was on the Birds' second album of the same name, which was released during the Laurel Canyon period. So the final band that I'm going to add to this playlist is the Mamas and the Papas, who were really, really central to the whole Laurel Canyon scene. Not least because one of their members, Cass Elliott, otherwise known as Mama Cass... Uh, She apparently had a real party house and was really sociable and used to bring all of these musicians together. Now, the Mamas and the Papas, you probably know, were a foursome consisting of Denny Doherty, Cass Elliot, Mama Cass, John Phillips and Michelle Phillips. And John and Michelle, who were married, used to live on Lookout Mountain. Uh, And the song I'm choosing for number 10 on this playlist is 1230, which is an ode to Laurel Canyon. Now, there are so many bands that I haven't even mentioned, like The Doors, Buffalo Springfield, The Beach Boys. 
But this is a mini-sode, and there's way too much to say about the musical history of Laurel Canyon. But I just love it. And I love the fact that there are so many connections, you know, people moving from one band to another and one relationship to another. There's something just sort of so beguiling about it. And as I say, I've always been really fascinated. So if you didn't really know anything about it before, I hope this has kind of whet your appetite. Uh, So yeah, I'm going to end this here, but I hope you've enjoyed this. And I hope you'll go and have a listen to the playlist and just soak in the whole vibe from that incredible moment in time. And I, in the meantime... I'm going to go and explore Laurel Canyon. So have a fabulous weekend and I'll see you soon. Okay, bye.